Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it is, Duke City. Happy Friday, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 The Sports Animal. If you're a four o'clocker just getting in your car, thanks for tuning in, my friend. Whether you just popped in your earbuds, whether you're on your Amazon Echo, or your Google Nest, or you have a radio inside your house, congratulations, I bet the 50s were awesome. (laughs) Hey, don't knock it. Oh, so my, have a radio. I'm it. not from the 50s. I'm from the 70s, 80s. <laughs> Nothing like a radio. We just got the Facebook live stream on in the nick of time. Literally 12 seconds left. Had some tech diffs, but here we are. Beautiful Friday. I hope you have a wonderful weekend planned, Albuquerque. I'm doing some adulting this weekend. I've been slacking. Yeah. Two men on, talk ABQ. All of the production stuff. We've been busy, man. Yeah, bro. We've been busy. We've been rocking. This that's is, a good. That's a good problem to have. It's the first weekend that we don't have an event in a long time. So I'm going to catch up on some yard work because Vital, my weeds are going bonkers. The my weed garden is moving in. Not the good kind <laughs> either. The bad one. <laughs> The one that spreads. The one to turn up in the corner of your house or right by where the gate's at and you can't get to them all, and then they come back in a couple of weeks. All along my fence line, all around my... For me, it's allergies. Cinder block walkway. I was going to say, if you don't know that voice already, that super producer Mike Vital behind the glass is being struck by some allergies. I'm sorry you're not up to the weather, brother. Yeah, it's weird, but with all this wind and everything and the bad air quality the last week, I somehow got something. How you feeling, Robert? I feel great. Sitting across from me, Robert Buck D. Gibson, on a Fredless Friday. I think Fred might be a little under the weather, too. Oh, man. Well, he sounded horrible earlier today. Yeah? Like his attitude or his voice? No, just his voice. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, the attitude's the same. Uh, I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure... I mean, he, he's been so consistent and so busy that right. I think he deserves a day off, whether he has allergies or not. That's a hard-working dude, if you didn't know that already. So he, he either has allergies or he's at one of the dozens of places in town with Bud Light and chicken wings. So if you're at an establishment with Bud Light and chicken wings right now, 505-246-0610, <laughs> please be on Fred Watch yeah. for us. You can't miss him. <laughs> he can't miss Fred. Six and a half foot tall, full beard. What do you call a haircut? Like a wave? Like a, a wave? Yeah. Yeah? Pretty much. It's like a wave. It's like a, if you're on like the worst British beach, like that's what the <laughs> wave looks like. Buck, you're doing some comedy tonight, man. Yeah. You're heading pretty much straight from here. Yeah. Uh, a Rio, is it Rio Bravo? Rio Bravo. Rio Bravo Brewing Company. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, myself good. and A. Marie. Sports Animal well represented yes. tonight. It's yeah. going to be a Rio sports Bravo. animal comedy night. It's wow. just us two. 
We're doing a thing called two headliners, and that's it. Okay. So we're bringing the heat. Probably like 45 minutes apiece. 45 apiece? Yeah. Oh, that's I'll awesome, do, man. I'll probably do more because I get going. The crowd will give you some. Yeah, yeah, I'll get going. The crowd will give you something to work off of for sure. Exactly. You ever done comedy from there? No, I haven't. Oh, the first one? N- no. Yeah, it's my first one there. I've, I've, I've eaten there, but I've never done comedy there. Good bar food, though. Oh, yes. Well, I know, I know the, the cook there, Le Chef, so. Oh, oh nice. If yeah. you know them, man, they'll treat you right. Exactly. How about the Dave Chappelle factor? Does that come into your at all? or? Nah, we're Albuquerque. pretty much i think people who frequent comedy shows here they pretty much know who i am and if they're gonna do that i'm the least the last comic they want to do it to yeah you keep your head on a swivel though at all times you know it's coming yeah yeah Uh, now is it bad mike that i kind of wish it would happen Because you know we live in a you know we live in an age of social media like that would be a nice little notch to have on your belt. Sure, like getting attacked on stage is um, it's like a badge of honor these days for a comedian, right? Especially in the everyone's offended cancel culture oh, yeah. world going on now. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know I touch on things that offend people. Sure, but I, I have a stature of where they have to sit there and take it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, almost almost every set of yours. I've seen, I'm like, this is the one. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one that's going to piss somebody off. Here they come. Here they come. Uh, I'm, I'm used to it. Today on the show, David Carl, New Mexico United, is going to come talk about the previous and the next match for New Mexico United. Tough tie. Got one point on the road, though. So it's one more than zero. So good job, black and yellow. Got a big home match tomorrow. The lab is going to be filled up. Jumping. The lab is going to be painted. We're going to be giving a four-pack of tickets away in the 5 o'clock hour. We got David Carl on at 4.30. Voice the Isotopes Josh Sushan on at five, uh, 4.45. Excuse me. New friend of the show, Dante Padilla of Capital Construction on at 5.15. We'll be talking some sports with him. And 5.30, Daryl Stronum from the Gladiators will be joining us to talk about his football journey and um, the next Gladiators match. Oh, yeah. Tough loss to the team. Amazing player. Broke his foot last week, so we're going to talk oh, a little man. bit about that. It's tough to do. Some, some tough injuries for the Gladiators yeah. this year, but they're, they're still resilient. They're still putting some wins on the board, and uh, they always put on a great show out there at our friends at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Going to be talking uh, some NBA next segment. Nets are set to lose a record-breaking amount of money. We're going to hit on that. That's crazy. segment. It's insane. We'll be talking mentorship and coaching. Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, Kurt Warner, Mike Tomlin all getting in on this story. We talk a little more NFL, too, a little NBA playoffs. We're mostly going to be having fun today on a Friday. Yeah, touching on a little bit of everything that's going on. So if you're a 9 to fiver and you made it through your week and you are joining us now, congrats, you friggin' lations. Hope you have an amazing weekend planned. Like I said, I'm doing a little golf in the morning, and then I'll be adulting at the house all weekend. But it's going to be a nice break. Yeah, it's much needed. Staycation, if you will. Much needed. Be working. Plus, man, my dog ain't doing great. Why? What's going on? My old beagle? Yeah. He he ain't there no more, man. Uh-oh. He ain't there no more. I'm getting I'm getting 
it's, it cuts me to the bone, my is, dude. Is he is he like physically sick, or he just looks like it's not looking good? Well, he's senile. Oh, okay. Yeah, like when I, when I put him outside to eat or water or go, you know, play and stuff. Yeah, I gotta like go up to him and be like, "Come on, buddy." Yeah, yeah. Because so he's, he's going blind and deaf. oh, he's just glazed over. Just like the only thing that works is like his nose and his appetite. <laughs> his appetite has not gone away. He's still a gluttonous beagle. Yeah. But we got to have some fun. I got to take him to the park, get him a massage. There you go. Let's start feeding him some, like, food that I never give him to, I think. I think it's time to start spoiling that dude. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad way to be if those are the only two things you have. If the only two senses you have is that. You got to, yeah, you got to do something. He's a beagle, too. Like, he's been sharp forever. Yeah. How's your pup doing? Uh, she's still wearing her cone. She has a cone because uh, she keeps... Opening a wound on her face. So she, she's she been in a cone for three weeks. So I'll give her this last weekend. Then I'll go get her groomed up. She'll be good. Did she tell a joke some South Valley Chihuahua couldn't handle? <laughs> no. Got attacked, got bit on the nose. Is that what happened? No, my dog <laughs> swear. My dog thinks she's a pit bull, I swear. She's a mini poodle. Uh, Has the worst attitude with anybody. Children, like, we, I mean, me and my daughter, my youngest daughter, go to the park. We bring her. And, you know, kids, can I pet your dog? And I'm like, hold up. Uh, Let me hold her, and then you could pet her. Like, she's mean, man. Well, I couldn't bring her to Bark in the Park. Oh, that's right. Nah, there's no way I could have brought her to that. She wants my, to fight everything. My young Corgi, Darby, was a rock star. Oh, Bark yeah. in the Park. Friend of the show, if you got to meet Darby while we are on air, and I didn't get a chance to say hi, sorry. But we'll be there next Friday doing the show live from the lab. Going to have a lot of fun. But there, too, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, baseball stuff on Monday. Got a lot of big baseball news coming up on Monday we're really excited about. New Mexico United, we uh, hosted the watch party for New Mexico United at Hollow Spirits for their oh, last match. We're gonna how be, was that? It's a blast, yeah. man. Yeah, it's a Looks blast. Good. A lot of good energy, a lot of fun. Uh, fans of New Mexico United showed up and... Just just put it in your calendar now, Albuquerque. Put it in your calendar, loyal listeners, friends of the show. Every road match, Hollow Spirits, First Street downtown is a place to be. We got the whole back of the distillery to ourselves. Giant projector screen, great audio, going to have a DJ. You got uh, me and Fred or me and you. Yeah. Or in the case of the next match on the 14th, we got me and... Voice United, Mr. Tyler Ortega. There we go. They're going to be hosting it. So we're going to have a lot of fun. So, look, Albuquerque, I know you don't care about me, all right? But <laughs> if you want to meet Tyler Ortega in person, he's like a real dude. He's not just like a voice on the radio yeah. that talks about football. He's a real person in real life and a real cool dude. So if you want to meet United's Tyler Ortega, come out to Hollow Spirits for their next road match. And we're going to have a lot of fun with that as well. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. Friend of the show and friend of Albuquerque, John Lopez, is doing some amazing things in the community, and we're very proud to have them as a partner and a sponsor. When we get back, not only the Nets lose in basketball games, they lose <laughs> money in the front office, a record-setting amount. More sports-adjacent content on Two Men On when we get back. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. 
That's got to be Flea playing bass right there, isn't it? I can't recognize the song, but I know Flea playing bass. Tell me, baby. I just did. It's Flea. <laughs> that's the name of the song. Oh, that's the name of the song? I'm not your baby. Well, you can call me any pet name you want, Vitel. You might let that be known really quick, didn't uh -huh. you? Uh-huh. <laughs> didn't even hint at it either. Like, nope, not your baby. Not your baby. <laughs> if we weren't on air, I think there'd be a, a cuss word followed by that, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was coming. Keeping it PG. Have you ever had to bleep yourself back there, Vital? No, I never had to because I know that I like my job and I don't want to say anything that could uh, oust me mm. because of my stupidity. Well, I mean, you could still, I mean, as long as you don't say it on air, you could just bleep yourself. Yeah, you could, I could take it off, right? Erase it. <laughs> Do you remember uh, Jimmy Kimmel had this segment on his show, Unnecessary Censorship? where they would put like a completely wholesome video and they would like bleep out certain words where a cuss word would have been. Yeah. Someone would be cussing. Uh-uh. I never Dude, saw that. It had me rolling. Yeah. I'm going to show you one next commercial break. It's hilarious. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. We start our days at the YMCA and, hey, like I said earlier, last segment, I've been so busy. I only went to the YMCA once this week. I had to work out from home. I had to work out out in them streets in my neighborhood. I didn't like it. I miss the YMCA, and I can't wait to see them Monday morning. Support your local YMCA. They do amazing things for the community, and it is a top-shelf exercise facility. Hey, Robert, put it in your calendar. Okay. Memorial Day morning. Mm -hmm. You're free, right? Right. We're going to be fixing the community garden at the YMCA. Oh, let's get it. We got some more and more information coming yeah. out as it comes closer. But if you want to volunteer your time, you want to volunteer your money, you want to volunteer some rakes and shovels and some hose, some seeds, some plants, we're going to be refurbishing the YMCA community garden all throughout this month. And we're going to have a big uh, planting party the morning of Memorial Day, so keep listening out if you want to help with that. And if you don't want to help with that, well, you know what you can do. You know. You know. Get ready to bleep me. A seed party. <laughs> be like be like Mike. You're not our baby. Yeah. <laughs> YMCA <laughs> Garden. <laughs> You're not my baby. If Okay, Vidal. If you did have, like, a pet name for me, what would it be? Oh, man. This is going to be good. Yeah. Sasha. Sasha? Sasha? That's like a... That's a, a real name. That's a proper name. <laughs> that's a real name. <laughs> not, it, not if I was a pet, what would you name me? How about um, Red? Red? Red. Okay. okay. There we go. I get Red. My, I'm more curious about Sasha. That rolled off his tongue too quick. Too quick. <laughs> I just... It was, it was kind of just the, uh, you know, just throw it out there at the top of my head. <laughs> see if it's stuck. You just see the... He looked at me like I owed him money. <laughs> Vital's got pictures of me photoshopped with a wig on it at his house, <laughs> yeah. just all over his that, wall. That, that right there is creepy for me. Is, is he saved in your phone under Sasha? You can tell us. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be it's now. No, it's no, just, no, you can tell us. No other baby. <laughs> <laughs> I throw around darling a lot. I think it's uh, the Houston, Texas in me. Yeah. Darling. Yeah, you, so, you hit that one pretty No hard. G. I've never enunciated a G on darling yeah. my you whole life. You do that life. too well. Darling. I think it's a, 
I love that Conway Twitty song. I think that's what it is. Hello, darling. Nice to see you. <laughs> it's been a long time. You know that. You know it. Robert, you do not. I don't. <laughs> I was like, how, man, I hope this song's over. How about how about if That's I how, don't know it? Because I don't know it. You don't know Conway Twitty, Vitale? No, I know who he is and the music he's had, but I never sat and listened to it. I Well, obviously, loyal listener, friend of the show, you know this. I grew up right outside of Houston, Texas. So, like. Oh, he was, he's ingrained. As soon as I was walking, yeah, my no first kidding. two steps were yeah. two-stepping. <laughs> I was two-stepping the first day I could walk. So you know how to two-step, duh, because you're from Texas. Oh, I could two-step. They, I could waltz. Do they teach you that when, when, when you grow up that, out there or what? Oh, you got to know. That's a Texas staple. Don't they, don't they teach uh, square dancing in, in elementary? Yeah. I missed out on that, thank God. <laughs> there tell- we go. You learn how to square dance and play the recorder. I did learn how to play the recorder, though. <laughs> yeah, Things you don't need to know, but they will sure teach it to you Sure, as a child. Third grade, right? You got you picked up the recorder. Hot cross buns. I don't know how to fill out a resume. I don't know how to do my taxes. None of the important stuff. <laughs> but, but I, I can, can play, play a recorder. Scale. Hey, Mary had scale. a little lamb. It'll get you out of some jams. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first day. Oh, I got a I got a good Texas story for you. Come All right. I remember the first day that we played recorder mm-hmm. because do you remember the feelers? Where you could you could pop out the color of the, the yeah. little swoosh. Yeah, you change. Remember it. those? You could change the colors. Yeah, I, remember I remember me and those. my friend were swapping colors of our filas. Yeah, I mean they had the the Velcro the strap Velcro. across yeah. the top, and you could pop out the color of the fila. We were changing colors of our filas, and the teacher said, "Okay, line up and pick out your recorders." And we're like, "Recorder? What the hell's a recorder?" Yeah, yeah. Like we got to play a flute. Yeah, we got to play a plastic <laughs> flute in class. Are you kidding me? What does that do for anything? Nothing. If a Nothing. Kid, if a kid has any musical talent whatsoever, you're already going to know he has musical talent. Yeah. Because the kid's probably singing or dancing or yeah. already playing an instrument. Piano. So you're saying the stepping stone is not the recorder. No, no one plays the recorder. a recorder and they're like, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's funny you bring this up. I've never heard anyone say, you know what? My love for music started with the recorder. Zero time. Yeah, right. <laughs> in the history of the world. You know, we're going to find our next Mozart today. Yeah. <laughs> by handing out these plastic flutes. That's never happened once in the history of There's the world. There's a little kid in your class. He's smiling. He goes, I know Beethoven, though. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. No one. Do you remember? You always remember the worst players, not the best ones. Worst yeah. ones were the ones that wanted to go up in front of class and play it. Oh, yeah, those were the worst. Yeah, they were showing off. I'm talking about guys like me who could <laughs> not play it. I could hit Mary Had a Little Lamb. After that, twinkle, twinkle, little star. When you had to do the bottom, when you had to put both your hands on it, I was out of there. I was out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, like, some kids would, like, get up and, like, just – Freestyle jazz fusion. Oh, like just, just play whatever. It. Yeah, <laughs> just go, just go insane. Just Little Bird Junior. recorder <laughs> solo. Okay, that's something Kanye would do, right? Yeah. Have you heard my sample with the new recorder, man? <laughs> Me and Jigga got the new recorder mix, man. That's a pretty good Kanye. That was real good. It's pretty good. Yeah, you got to do that more often. It's pretty good. I'm gonna sprinkle. I'm, I'm gonna write that down right now. Yeah, more. Kanye yeah. impression. Yeah, and just throw in I'm a genius with it somewhere. Yeah. 
Beethoven, dead. <laughs> Kanye, here. <laughs> okay, speaking of growing up country in Houston, this is how country I grew up in Houston. We had a bus driver, and she had, like, her own hillbilly American Idol on the bus every day home from school. She would make the kids do stuff? Yeah, she would hand out sheet music. Oh, no. And we would all take turns singing country songs. Oh, no. Yeah. No. That wouldn't yeah. fly anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah, so she was, like, recruiting for a record label or something. She's trying <laughs> to find the next big star. Like, probably very close to the days that we played recorder oh gosh and so you know our pitch was way off we all sounded horrible yeah he's a bus driver though yeah who's driving she the gonna damn use... bus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so long ago i wish i could remember i mean i was she, like pull over on the side of the road and like, he's in the front seat not in the driver's seat <laughs> no we like, would what? sing in the bus like she had her own little boom box and she oh, had like wow yeah Someone and she had a boom box to where she could like turn down yeah. uh, the vocals and have the music turn up to where like the music was like the lyrics were just in the background and you could hear the kids singing clearly. Yeah. I remember like as yesterday. It was insane. That's some type of abuse. I'm sorry. That's creepy. Yeah. You know, you should have stood up and said, I'm not your baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> David Carl joining us after the break. We're going to talk New Mexico United. We talk like zero sports already. We mentioned the Nets. We're supposed to talk about the Nets. Okay, we're going to bump the Nets being losers to 515 or 545. So you want to talk about the Nets being losers, 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline, Sports Animal Text Line, or go on the interwebs. We're live streaming from Facebook right now. You can slide into our comment section if you want to make fun of us, talk about your bus driver making you sing country music <laughs> when you're a kid or not. David Carl, New Mexico United, when we get back, you're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Shout out to our friends at New Mexico Pinon Coffee. I'm having some right now. If you're on the uh, Facebook live stream, you can see me take a sip right now. Maybe you could hear it on the radio. Here, hold on. (laughs) Thanks, man. Delicious New Mexico Pinon coffee getting me through the show today. Not like it's getting me through. Like, I don't need to get through the show. Just being on air. Say, you make it seem like it's a struggle. (laughs) Got to do another super fun radio show today. There are people that cannot go without a cup of coffee that are just evil before they have that first cup. That's my sister. That's your sister? Oh, yeah. That's my girlfriend. Man. (laughs) So you just don't talk to her for like the first 45 minutes of the day? I can't. I got to have my first cup. Don't bother me. And you're like, okay. Jeez. I think that's an addiction. Yeah, that's an an issue right there. I'm I'm going to consult friend of the show, Matt Breger, president of operations in Mexico, Pinon Coffee, if there's like a... Caffeine addiction helpline, maybe. <laughs> maybe a counselor we can get on the team. A guy who doesn't need help with his caffeine addiction. Friend of the show, friend in real life. Comedy show. Wait, what, what, what do I say this? Attendee? Yeah. Attendee? Fan of the comedy? Yeah. If you didn't know Albuquerque, Talk ABQ Productions. 
and host Robert Buck D. Gibson. We put on a comedy show at the Fusion Theater last Saturday. It was an absolute smash. Oh, it was so fun, wasn't Nothing it? but good feedback. Yeah. And we're going to be doing one every last Saturday of the month at Fusion Theater. So keep your ear to the streets, y'all. Yeah. David Carl, New Mexico United. What's happening, my guy? How are you guys? Uh, I got to say that, that that comedy show had a great time. Uh, the best comedian there was Mr. Buck Gibson. I gotta say, oh, uh, love loved his comedy. Had a great time. There are a lot of great comedians there, but but Buck Buck was my favorite. He's used to stealing the show. Yeah, he's great. I, I'm sorry. He's at a loss for words. <laughs> I'm sorry. The guy, I'm, I'm saying I'm sorry to you because you, <laughs> you make it sound like it's bad, like I did a bad thing. No, thank you very much. I had a great time. I'm glad you had a great time as well. All right, David. And you, uh, all right, go ahead. I'm my man. a. Uh, I'm a. I, I'm not a big fan of the bean water. I'm more of a leaf water kind of guy. I prefer. I prefer a hot tea over coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's go. right. I forgot you're a tea guy. Yeah. I'm also a tea guy. I mix it up, but start my day every day with New Mexico Pinion coffee, the best in the biz. What they do for the community is absolutely amazing. Follow them. You can order online. You can go to the the coffee shops. You can go to their gift shop. You can go. You can even go to their warehouse if you want. You don't even have to order online. Just go there. All right, are you still high from A.J. Brown, Eagles fan, David Carl? <laughs> are you just, like, looking up A.J. Brown tape every day? That's a, that's a big one, man. I mean, think about it. You can come out of the draft, right? It, the Eagles have historically, I'm sure you guys know this, not been very good at drafting wide receivers. Uh, you know, you guys got, got guys like Nelson Aguilar, who we drafted, you know, and just didn't turn into anything. Right. And we've done that year in, year out. We try and draft a receiver in the first round. It doesn't go well. So I was uh, thrilled to say the least, when we decided, all right, we're not going to spend our first-round draft pick on a receiver. Instead, uh, we're going to draft the lineman that we need, which is great, uh, you know, the, the, the man in waiting for Fletcher Cox. But then in addition to that, we get one of the best young receivers in the league. I mean, A.J. Brown has got 24 touchdowns, and he's only 24 years old. You're not yeah. going to find that anywhere else. I mean, he's incredible. So this is like a, uh, a prove-it year for Jalen Hurts, right? Either – He's got the tools this year to accomplish the goals, or he's out. Is that the way you feel? A hundred percent. The line is there. The receiving core is now there. I mean, we've got a, a good running back by committee situation going on. And, and the thing that I really like most about, uh, you know, the, the A.J. Brown trade is, yeah, it says essentially, um, yes, we've got the tools for you, Jalen, to make it work. And if you make it work, you're our guy for the future. But if you don't make it work and it doesn't work out for you, now we suddenly have a very attractive situation mm. for a potential free agent quarterback going into next season. Albuquerque, New Mexico, surrounding areas, your New Mexico United, Somos Unidos, are two points outside of the playoff hunt. Draw, draw, LL, draw in the last five. Very exciting match. You know, the boys hosted the watch party from Hollow Spirits, which we will do. Every road match all season, we're going to be at Hollow Spirits. And I know you can't go because you're too busy working. Well, most of the away games, I'm there on the road. Uh, but I, there'll be a couple. Well, I think I might be able to make it over to the watch party, and I'm excited to see what you guys are doing out there in Hollow Spirits. It's a great place to watch a game. Great place um, to watch But, it. yeah, home game coming up uh, just this Saturday. It's going to be uh, a big, big match. Cinco de Mayo we're celebrating tomorrow. Um, and uh, we're going to have a whole bunch of new stuff uh, going on. But the, the biggest thing, the most important thing, um, I think, is going to be the size of the crowd. Uh, we are just going to be the biggest crowd we've had since 2019. Oh, yeah. uh, we're going to be expecting over 12,000 people, uh, which, which is 
incredible. Uh, we already lead the league in attendance, and this will, will bump that number up significantly. I say that to tell you, uh, both your listener and, and you guys as well, there are not many seats left. Uh, so if you want a seat, get them quick. Okay. What what can the fan expect Saturday with this being, like you said, the biggest crowd since 2019? Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some first-time frequenters of the game. What can they expect when they get there Saturday? A lot of noise, a lot of fun, uh, a tailgate that's going to start pretty early in the day. Um, you know, the, the match is at 5.05. Uh, we nice. typically do a 7 o'clock kicks, but for Cinco de Mayo, let's do a 5.05 kickoff. Um, but one of the cool things that we're doing before the game in that tailgate lot is we're partnering uh, with 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Um, you know, they are the people who will come and essentially take away um, stuff that you need taken away from your home, your office, all that kind of stuff. So we're taking two of their big trucks, and we are filling those trucks up with supplies for people who are impacted by the fires around New Mexico right now. Um, that's, you know, that's something that's super important. So if you have toiletries, if you have feminine hygiene products, blankets and socks. They particularly said they really need those, um, that kind of stuff. Come by the tailgate lot before the game. They'll be there starting at noon all the way till 5 o'clock. We want to fill two of these massive trucks with supplies um, for the people who are being directly impacted by the fires. We've, we've actually already done a little bit of this. Not a little. We've done a lot of it. We've had 25 giant bins filled with supplies so far that we took up uh, to Las Vegas yesterday. Um, and then throughout the weekend, all of our merch sales, we're donating 15% of everything that we sell on merch that's in lo- online, in-store, and at the stadium. That's all going to be used to buy additional supplies for people who are directly impacted by the fire. So buy merch, and the money will go towards it, or bring supplies, and that'll all go towards helping people, New Mexicans in need. That's amazing. Awesome. Thank you for everything you guys do for the community. We're really honored to be to be a part of it and help you guys out in any way possible. David, you guys, the black and yellow have been playing really well against some really good competition. But what's the key to get those three points? We got to score some goals. Man. Ah, there uh, it is. We have... There we go. <laughs> you heard it first. Yeah, I know it's, it's shocking analysis. I know, but we, you know, we have one of the best defensive records in the entire USL Championship right now. We don't allow a lot of goals, which we're really proud of, especially considering we've been a little bit injured on that back line. It's it's really a tribute to our depth and the, and the quality of guys we have there. We've struggled to score lately. Um, we haven't. We didn't. We uh, had a zero-zero draw this past Wednesday in Sacramento. A pretty good road point to go on out on the road and get come back with a point. With that said, we got to get some some goal scoring, and I, I feel pretty confident that coming into this weekend, um, you know, obviously it's going to be a point of emphasis for head coach Zach Prince and for the guys. Um, you know, mixing it up, making sure we get a couple goals in there, and you know, if we score goals and they don't score goals, it's usually a good sign for us. Thank you, John Madden, for that analysis. <laughs> I have a quick, I have a, a quick question about the upcoming summer camp uh, registration that you have with conjunction with Smiths. Can you give us a little information about that? Yeah, absolutely. So it's the second year we've done the summer camps. Um, it's open to any kid um, who is interested in, obviously, training with first-team players, coaches, staff members at New Mexico United. Uh, it's three-day summer camps uh, offering several different dates. If you go to NewMexicoUTV.com slash summer camp, um, it's got all the info there. So it's a three-day camp. You're training directly with coaches, getting one-on-one information. You're playing match play with some of the best players um, at your age group. And we have two different age groups. We've got uh, starting, I believe, at U7 to U12, and then we've got U13 uh, to U17. So it's, it's really kind of all ages in there. Um, but then in addition to that, the part that I really like um, – addition to that is you get a match day experience, right? So you go for your three days, um, you get all that training, you get a uh, New Mexico United Summer Camp t-shirt and soccer ball, 
And then after it's all done, every camper is going to get an opportunity to go down on the field on match day um, and be there as part of the part of the pregame festivities. And they'll also get two tickets to an upcoming New Mexico United match. So it's be pretty cool. That is sweet. Friends of the show, loyal listeners, make sure you get your tickets as soon as possible as it will in all likelihood be a complete sellout. But if you're unable to get tickets or you're listening right now, right at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, we're giving away four tickets to Saturday's match for the New Mexico United. So stay tuned and listen in, and the 5 o'clock segment will be giving away these tickets. David Carl, anything else to say before we let you go? Cinco de Mayo celebration tomorrow, and Landon Donovan, U.S. men's national team legend, will be there. He's the head coach for San Diego Loyal, so it'll be cool to see him in person as well. Come on out. Thanks for being a friend, and thanks for being a friend of the show. New Mexico United, David Carl. Thanks for having me on, guys. Sure. When we get back, voice of the isotopes, Josh Sushan. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You listen to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The program in question, as I'm sure you already know, is Two Men On. But if it's your first time listening in, boy, are you in for a treat, as we have, as we always do, voice the isotopes, Josh Sushan, tornado survivor. <laughs> How's it going, my guy? It feels like a half day today. After a <laughs> right. doubleheader yesterday, it seriously feels like a half day. So before we jump into the topes, I want to ask you about the dead ball in Major League Baseball. Mm. Okay. You, you obviously haven't seen this in the PCL, but offenses down across all of the majors, four runs a game in April, that's the lowest since 1981. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Here's what's happening. This, this is what's happening. Okay. Um, the number one thing in my mind is that every single team is using a humidor right now. Right. Okay. Yeah. Isotopes have used a home, uh, humidor since 2013. Rocky started using a humidor, I think it was in 2005. I believe it was 10 of the 30 teams in Major League Baseball were using a humidor prior to this season. Now all 30 of them are. And when you look at the, the difference in runs scored ballpark by ballpark, basically – in 10 ballparks where there was a humidor, the numbers are pretty similar to the past. And in the 20 ballparks where there is a humidor now that there wasn't in the past, that's where you're seeing the numbers drop. So obviously offense goes up when the temperature goes up. But with this new ball, that might not be the case. Even compared to last year, balls hit with the same exit velocity and the same launch angle are going 8 to 12 feet shorter. Everyone, chicks dig the long ball, right? Is this going to hurt baseball? Well, it's an interesting question. And look, in general, sports are more popular when there's more offense, Mm -hmm. right? And so home runs are exciting. The problem that baseball has faced over about the last decade is that almost all runs that have scored have been on home runs. And it was a joke in 2019. We used the same ball in the PCL that the major leagues used, and it seemed like everybody had a career high. It, it, it was a joke. I mean, I'll never forget. There, we had a game in Salt Lake, and this guy hit swings, and he hits a pop-up, and he throws his bat down in frustration. It was not a bat flip. He was angry at himself that he missed the pitch. <laughs> he threw his bat down, and you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. And we're over the fence for a home run. So baseball has admitted that they have tried to 
de-juice, for lack of a better phrase, so that the ball does not have as much spring to it. I think the humidor is having an impact. What I think baseball needs to eventually get to is a an area where you can score runs in a way other than a home run. And that's what a lot of the things yeah. that they're trying to do in the minor leagues, right? They're trying to get more action, fewer walks, fewer strikeouts, more base runners, more athleticism. And it's going to take a while because basically baseball got to the point where guys realized it's really hard to get three singles in an inning. Mm-hmm. And so the best way to score is just to swing for the fence. And it, and so now it becomes an adjustment. If you can't hit as many home runs, you need to think differently at the plate. So it's going to take a while for the adjustments to be made in the short term. I think it's going to hurt the sport. In the long term, I think it's going to end up benefiting the sport because I don't know about you guys. I like home runs, but I don't like a sport in which the only way you score is home runs. I right. like action. With you on that one. Um, I want to talk about last week's PCL Player of the Week, Wenton Bernard. He's my favorite, crowd favorite, fan favorite. You know, he was on a hot streak, starting off games with home runs, extra base hits, RBI. Do you see that continuing going forward for Winton? Well, I hope so. That'd be good for him. That'd be good for the Topes. That would be good for all of his fans, which he has a lot of them. You know, I mean, realistically, it's going to be really hard for him to maintain the pace that he's on right now. Right, I mean, yeah. the dude's slugging percentage is almost a thousand. Like, that's a really good OPS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, it is right now. That's his slugging percentage. So, I mean, look, he, he's going to come down some, right? Um, there's no way that he can maintain this pace. But you hope that he can just hang on to it as long as he can. And you know, I think we're all just excited for him that he is able to take advantage of the playing time. I mean, going into the season, he basically played every other day. Mm-hmm. Then there were some injuries. He got hot, and he was I think he started maybe four of the six or five of the six games on the last homestand. And, um, you know, he, he's, he's a guy who's just going to be ready. Whenever you call him, he, he's going to be ready. And even though he – look, it's, all, it's awesome when he's hitting those home runs and, and all that. He can win you a game – defensively he can win you a game with his legs legging out infield singles scoring from second on a ground out like he did last year Mm -hmm. and so the offense that he showed is just a bonus to all the different ways that he can help you win a game i think we need to do more sit down interviews with him because since then he's caught five van the two men on drip baby (laughs) that's what it is right the two men on drip spread the word let more guys know good things happen when you're a friend of the show exactly that is exactly right Tope split the twin bill yesterday, but let's look forward to the game tonight. Dylan Overton has pitched better than his ERA suggests. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. It's been it's kind of been feast or famine with Dylan. So two starts ago, he was dynamic. It was at Round Rock. He threw sixty nine pitches in six nice. innings. Then his start after that, he threw sixty four pitches in one and one third innings. Mm. Right, and there was a couple plays that did not get made behind him, and it just goes to show how, like his last start, it goes walk. It looks like a a four six three double play straight out of central casting, and it's hit at a rehabbing major leaguer Garrett Hampson, who's really good defensively, and he doesn't make the play. It's an error, and instead of two outs, nobody on. All of a sudden, you're in trouble, and the next thing you know, five runs have scored, and you're on the ropes. And then he couldn't get out of the second inning. Another error didn't help as well. So. Um, you know, look, those it stinks. It absolutely stinks when that happens. I'm sure that he's been stewing the last five days since then. I'm sure he's really excited to get back out there. I mean, he's had times where he just mows through guys in five, seven pitches, the right. ending's over, and he's going to try and get back to that tonight. 
6.05 first pitch right here on 95.9 FM and 6.10 AM, the sports animal. What are the friends of the show going to hear tonight on the pregame, Josh? So they're going to hear from Chad Smith, who got the save yesterday, also got the save Tuesday. And I always think it's fun just talking to guys about the mentality of the ninth inning. And some guys say, oh, it's just like just like any other inning. And Chad basically said, no, I embrace the adrenaline of the ninth inning and what that means. And so uh, we talked about that and also why whenever someone hits a home run, why do they point to the bullpen? And so we discussed that. Interesting stuff, Josh. Appreciate you. Glad you didn't get caught up in a tornado. Yeah, me too. And I know you didn't bring your ruby red slippers anyways. Be so. careful. Gonna, Thanks, guys. Going to be good to have you back. We'll be talking to you on Monday. Have a great weekend, Josh. Thank you very much. When we get back, we're talking Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, Kurt Warner, and all the drama that surrounds that. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM610. DJ Shadow featuring Run the Jewels. It's my jam. This might be my favorite one, Vital, we come back to. It's really good. It's quitting time, Albuquerque. You're just getting in your car. You just popped in your earbuds. You turned us on at the bar. A little happy hour with the boys. Congratulations, you made it through another week. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio on a Fredless Friday. He's got an allergy flare-up. Yeah, a little, little yeah. Uh, some vocal issues, allegedly. Allegedly. Also, friend of the show, loyal listeners, if you're at Buffalo Wild Wings or, or Howie's or Bourbon and Boots or somewhere watching some sports and having some chicken wings and drinking a Frosty, if you see Fred out there, Snitch, <laughs> you I mean, normally you know what happens to snitches in Albuquerque, but I think he's playing hooky on us. I don't believe a word of this sick stuff. I could tell the way you said allegedly. You had some venom in your <laughs> allegedly. You had, some, you had some venom in it. Now, Fred Slow, the voice of New Mexico Highlands, he uh, his season's over, so he can do Fridays with us now. So it's not exclusively a Fredless Friday, but surprise, surprise, a first Friday – he gets sick. You mm. just you just say he wants a day off. That's fine with me. Okay. It's just fine with me. For all your real estate needs, make sure you check out John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. Whether you want to sell your million-dollar ranch or you want to sell your $100,000 fixer-upper, are you in the market to buy, are you in the market to rent, you just need information about the real estate market, John Lopez at John Lopez Real Estate, Colwell Banker Legacy Studio, is where we are right now. You ever mentored anybody? Actually, I have. Put somebody under your wing, yeah. showed them the ropes? Yeah. How'd that go? Actually, I'm doing that now. You're doing that now? Yeah, yeah. With me? No, not with you. <laughs> Shout out to Tyler Lovely. That's my, he's under my wing. Oh, what up, Tyler? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going good. He's receptive for things, so we'll see. And have you done this historically? And I'm assuming this is in the comedy world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, never been in a position to, but now it's like, man, I'm one of the, one of those people now. Okay. People come to you for, with questions and advice and what to do, you know? So you have no trouble whatsoever imparting your knowledge and wisdom on another young up and comer. Not at all. Because especially in comedy, 
you have to get that wisdom. You have to give that good word, that advice. You have to. And so I, I like the the community, and we're, and we're segueing into sports here. So, yeah. so get on the edge of your seat. It's coming. So I like it when people use their knowledge, use their wisdom, use their experience to help out a young up-and-comer like, like apparently you're doing right now. Right. What if he was coming for your job? Would you still have the same attitude and still help him out? Hmm. Am I making what I'm making now, or am I making, am I making millions? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's say, hypo- I- <laughs> let's say hypothetically. Because if I'm making what I'm making now, I'm not showing you nothing. Let's say you're the. <laughs> <laughs> let's say hypothetically yeah. you're the quarterback of an yeah. NFL football team. Yeah. And you're making millions of dollars, right. and your team just had the number one seed, and they were supposed to make some noise in the playoffs. Right. And you had the worst game of your entire career, mm-hmm. and you got whooped. Yeah. And your team drafts a quarterback. You still going to be a big helper? Yeah, I would. I actually would. Just because, in the back of my mind, because we've seen this happen before, that doesn't mean I'm not going to play anymore. I just might not play there. Because people are going to look at your character from other teams like, is this a guy we want to bring in? Or is he selfish, all about himself, we're not even going to worry about him? So it's like you're auditioning for your next position at another team. That's how I look at it. See, I think at its core, at its baseline, if you're a good person, you're going to help people out no matter what. Right, yeah. If they're coming for your job, be that much better at your job. And the reason I bring this up is because Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill was discussing his mental health and how a lot hard it was, you know, to take that L. I mean, the dude even went to therapy. He was not doing great mm-hmm. after hanging that L and getting bounced out of the playoffs in their first game. And then eventually the conversation segued into new Titans draftee Malik Willis. Stud at Liberty. Fell down in the draft. I think the mm-hmm. Titans got a skill, a steal. Oh, yeah. Malik Willis has all the intangibles of a, a good modern NFL quarterback. And they asked Ryan Tannehill, like, are you going to mentor this kid? And he straight up says, it's not my job to mentor this kid wow. if he learns anything good, from, good for him. <laughs> That's a jerk move. It is. That's someone who sees the writing on the wall, though. Sure. That's what that is. Sure. But it also shows you that he's not a great teammate. Not a great teammate. Like, you want your potential person to, who's going to be your successor, you know, give them, show them the ropes. You want everybody on your team to be on the same accord. If that right there is how you're welcoming a new teammate, it's already going to cause a rift. It's, ca- it's going to cause a rift immediately. Yeah. Once the rest of the locker room hears about his attitude yeah. about treating the new draft pick that way, treating Malik Willis that way. Right. And then what's going to happen – let Malik come in and be all world in practice. Guess what the teammates are going to do? Sure. They're going to galvanize towards him. Yep. Tannehill just dug his own grave, I think. He sure did. Yeah. There's a couple cheesy, cliched sayings that I think apply to here, but one I really like is a rising tide floats all boats. Mm-hmm. They're, I don't think – I like that. I don't think they're going to strip him of his job immediately, but let's say – he starts off hot in the year. Say he's four and one, five and one, four and two. They come off to a good start next year. He goes down with the injury. And if he puts the effort in to training this young man, right. showing him the ropes, imparting his wisdom, he can play well in his absence. Yeah. And then when he comes back from an injury, the team is doing just as good, unless he loses his job. You know, who knows? 
it's all it's all hyperbole at this point. It's all speculation at this point. This it makes me think about past situations when you had quarterbacks. I'm not saying this is the same thing like Montana and Young or anything like that, but I wonder if we had social media back then or if it was more vocal how it is now, if Montana would have been like Forget this dude. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Especially for him who was winning. Yeah. So I think it's different when you're a winner and you don't want to let go or you're someone who's still trying to prove I can be a winner. Right. That's where Tannehill's at. Hey, you remember we had this this very conversation about Ryan Tannehill. Yes. The, yes, and I tried to the show you. The show before the game. I was like, Ryan Tannehill gets all, this, gets all this hate. He's a top 10 quarterback this he year. all these stats. He was a top 8 quarterback last year, and I rattled off all these yeah. stats. And I say the Titans are going to dispose of them. Yeah. They're the better team, and he chokes. It's like they're gonna, that's going to be the reason why they lose. And sure enough. Sure enough. It's like every time he just showed his true colors. So a real genuinely nice person and a real Hall of Fame quarterback, Kurt Warner, yeah, immediately took to Twitter after Ryan Tannehill made these statements. He's like, hey, not only Malik Willis, but any young quarterback, yeah. I will mentor you. I will put you under my wing. I will show you the ropes. Slide into my DMs. I'll give you my personal phone number. See, that's how I look at it. At the end of the day, that's a brotherhood. Being a quarterback in the NFL is a brotherhood. Sure. It's, a, it's a club that's very exclusive. So why would you not want to help these guys out, especially young guys coming into the league? I, I couldn't agree anymore. But, I mean, even Mike Tomlin doubled down on what Ryan Tannehill said. And he said it, Tomlin said it's not really his job to be a mentor and for him to teach everything. But he should learn by playing with that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I completely disagree. No. And it's weird coming from Mike Tomlin, yeah, who's a player's coach. Yeah. Everybody loves him, always does and says the right thing. Like This is weird coming from Tomlin, him saying that it's not his responsibility, when I think it's literally the responsibility of the starting quarterback to mentor and coach these young guys. And also, I think you can be both. You can be a mentor and be competitive. Sure. Like, that's what makes it better to me. But to just give him the cold shoulder – I forget that dude. Man, that's harsh, man. And Malik Willis, there were talks of him going in the middle of the first round. Right. And he drops all the way down to the third round. Yeah. Like, apparently, like, the tape was out and people didn't like the tape. So he dropped down into the third round. The Titans said, okay, now here's our spot. Yeah. Like, that's where the Titans had him ranked. Like, if he falls all the way to here, Mm -hmm. then we'll take him. Right. So why is Ryan Tannehill a perennial, perennial, like, middle-of-the-road guy, right? right? He's not going to lose you a lot of games unless they're in the playoffs, i.e. last year. And he's not going to win you a lot of games with, like, supreme talent. But he's a good NFL quarterback. Yeah. He led his team to a number one seed. They were good a few years in a row. Why are you scared of a guy who dropped from the middle of the first round to the third round? Well, because he lost A.J. Brown. That's a good That's point. That's another thing. That's yeah. another point. <laughs> he's, he's scrambling right now. He's like, oh, man. But it's funny. like They traded A.J. Brown, and the guy who they drafted is like a clone yeah. of A.J. <laughs> Brown. They like they just drafted another one. They just took some of his DNA and made him in a Petri dish. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you know, we talk about this in draft picks all the time. Like, look at the Rams. Yeah. Like, they, you know. F them picks. Yeah. By the way, go to fthempicks.com and it takes you to our website where you can check out what's going on in the world of the boys. But yeah, like 
who knows if this guy's going to pan out, if he's oh. going to be another A.J. Brown. But they gave away an A.J. Brown to draft another A.J. Brown. Why don't you just pay A.J. Brown? Yeah. That's what this was all about. Yeah. You can't, you can't rush Derrick Henry 40 times a game. Oh, they're going to try. You get this, they're like 40. They're talking about 60. They're gonna, <laughs> with no A.J. Brown, yeah, no, Hul- no Julio Jones, yep. unless this kid is the next superstar, mm-hmm. they're just going to put 11 men in the box. Yeah. There's going to be one free safety in case they throw it three or four times a game. Mm-hmm. So good luck, Ryan Tannehill. You just lost your locker room. And then also it's just going to make Willis try that much harder to prove him. Wrong. Chalkboard material, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just more motivation. Yep. When we get back, new friend of the show, Dante Padilla of Capital Construction, is going to talk about their charity concert to help out northern New Mexico. I think it's a great story oh, and yeah. a great cause, and we're really excited to have them on. More sports uh, blip, dip, dip, ba-dop, ba-dop. More sports adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. If you're just getting off work, congratulations, because everybody's working for the weekend. Yes, sir. Special shout-out to YMCA. We love everything they do in the community. They are a proud sponsor of the show. We love their facilities. We love their child care. We love everything they're doing. Keep your ear to the ground as we're going to help them out fixing their community garden. Really excited about that. More information about that coming. Going to have a big party, and we're going to... We're going to do it right. We're going to do it up, yeah. and we're going to have some fun with it. Welcome back to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. In the studio, we got some new friends of the show. Yay! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Finger snaps? Yeah. I couldn't hear a single one. Not one of them, brother. Not a good snapper. <laughs> we got Dante Padilla of Capital Construction and DJ Cider. Right. And we love what you guys are doing in the community right now as you guys are hosting a benefit concert for the for everything that's happening up in northern New Mexico. We got the Duke City Northern Relief Benefit Concert on June 12th from 1 o'clock to 7 o'clock. And this is like downtown on the plaza, right? Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, right, on, right here, right outside oh, yeah. the window. Yeah, the we were window. already doing some promo pics. Yeah, we're already yeah, we're right already there. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, nice. Civic uh, plaza. Yeah, tell us a little bit about how it came together. So, really, my hometown is Las Vegas, New Mexico. Okay. So, you know, all those peeps out there, I know them all and stuff. My father owned a business out there. They all supported him. So, now when I knew that it was time, you know, that they needed the help, then I got with these guys that all do a lot of stuff and, you know, worked with them. And here it is. Now, you know, we're in the process of making it, you know, a go and see how everything sets up. But we kind of started reaching out. I reached out to a lot of the musicians and stuff to see what they said just because, like I said, being that they – Oh, we're always supported by Las Vegas people. I knew that they would have no hesitation to right. to give back to Las Vegas. You know, there's already a bunch that are doing it and stuff. And so that's kind of how that setup got started. Yeah. Dante, yeah. I want to ask you, you know, Capital Construction, you yourself, you've always been about the community. What, what's been that driver for you? What, 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 why has that been a fire in your belly? Well, honestly, I mean, I don't want to get spiritual here, but I, yeah. found, I found the higher power for me. And, and, and inside, it's a, it's a burning fire that continues for me to want to help less fortunate people or elderly and young. So like a big brother system. Right. And so ever since I was, you know, young, I've always wanted to help people and guide them and, and, and just make sure that they know that, that, that there's someone else out there that can help them or, or guide for them. And, and, and just like in capital construction, I, I storm chase. Right. So I'll go out there and I'll storm chase and I hear there's, you know, weather out in the middle of 
TRC New Mexico, or it doesn't matter where in New Mexico, we go out there and storm chase, and just like a storm, if there's a fire, we're here too. So we're here to help out the, with this northern relief and any type of other way that we can help the community out. We always are, are about to help, you know, about it to help everybody in any type right. of way. So. Duke City Northern Relief Benefit Concert, June 12th, 1 o'clock to 7 o'clock on the Civic Plaza. Um, everyone who attends and everyone who shows up to support this benefit concert, what are they expecting? Like, what kind of music's going to be there? Who's going to be there? So basically right now, so we have is we're going to do like New Mexico kind of, you know, like the big well-known people. We're going to Al Hurricane Jr., Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Derek hey, that's Portable. his plaza right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got his name on it already. Yeah, yeah, that's his dad there. I mean, yeah. you know, like I mean, I knew him growing up as Uncle Al because you know I was so close to the New Mexico community. Like sure. I said, you know, uh, with them always in my dad's nightclub. So him for sure, Darren Cordova. Um, we're kind of waiting, but it looks like he's going to be part of it too, and then Gonzalo as well. Um, and with stuff like this, we also get a lot of other New Mexico artists that'll just pop up and want to, you know, maybe throw a song or two in there, which you know that always happens a lot. But right now. That's who we got, um, what we're looking at. And pretty much it'll be a nice, fun day. I mean, we're not charging anything, but is what the plan is, is just to everybody at least try to bring a $10 equivalent donation, okay. if not $10, um, you know, to come out, whatever they want to bring. You know, mm -hmm. we're hoping to get them a bunch of supplies and whatever. Obviously, we raise goes 100% to out there to help the best we can. We also have a GoFundMe out there under the same name. It's Duke City's uh, Northern Relief. And it's a GoFundMe. We're doing the same thing, just trying to raise all we can, and yeah. we're going to turn it all over, you know, to them. You guys heard that? It's free ninety nine. You have that on you right now. Uh huh. Take the ninety nine off. You have it in your pocket. Trust me, you don't have to pay. <laughs> uh, I want to go back to Dante. Let's let's talk a little bit about capital construction. What are what are the um, the services that you offer through your construction company? Because when you hear construction, someone who like who's like me, you know, I don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. But what are some of the services that you do offer uh, to the public? Well, we actually here at Capital Construction are GB98 certified. So that means we can basically build your dream from the ground up. So if you need, you know, sheetrock repair, you know, flooring, uh, paint a house, you know, concrete work. I mean, you name it. We're doing a full remodel right now as we speak. Wow. So, I mean, lumber prices are up, but, you know, a lot of people are wanting to work. So we, we provide a service, and that's what we're very proud about. It's not about a sales. It's more of a service. So... What we do here at Capital Construction, we can basically do anything when it comes to construction to help you build your dreams. You know, so. Wow. Capital Construction here in Albuquerque in the northern New Mexico community. How, how long have you been here? How long has Capital Construction been in Albuquerque? We have been three and a half years. Three and a half years, okay. Yes. And then before that, I was a uh, superintendent for two other big companies that, that were very, very successful in roofing. So yeah. that's another avenue that we have. We, we, don't, we do specialize in roofing, yeah. but we, like I wanted to point out, we do all types of construction. But as far as roofing goes, I think we've done over a thousand roofs and no leaks. There we go. Hey, all right. That's pretty. That's pretty important. <laughs> that's important right? for that's the like, job, huh? And I get a calls every day. Every day, like I said, referral based. A lot of customers have heard our name, and if if uh, I know you've been referring me as to Dante, but everybody out there in the streets they know me as the roof doctor. I've seen oh, the, I've, roof I've, doctor. I've seen the billboards. I've seen the sign. <laughs> he's got he's got the little doctor jacket on and everything, bro. There you go. <laughs> there he is. Right? Oh, look at that! That's great. I've seen him, bro. He's San Mateo. Oh, they're everywhere. Yeah, that is money. That's money. The that's roof I mean. doctor. I love it so much. Yeah. 
So where can someone go online to find out information about this benefit concert? Is there a Facebook page or Yeah, website? yeah, definitely. We have um right now we have a couple different ones. Um the sponsors that are helping us get it all together, Duke City Prince, um obviously Capital Construction and myself DJ Cider. Um we have a lot of stuff up right now. Um just kind of Nothing solid that we have thrown up there just yet, just because we're waiting to lock a few things in. But real soon, we're going to start running advertising, you know, start doing flyers, the whole deal. So Radio. Radio. There we go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Radio. And, we, yeah. and you guys want the entire community out exactly, there, correct? Yeah. We're, we want everybody out there to help support these guys. I mean, right now, we feel like when people need it, that's why we band together. We'll do what we do to help everybody out. Exactly. So now that's kind of what we're wanting to do. For them, right. band together up here, Duke City, everybody get together, bring whatever you can, you know, uh, you know, everything helps. I mean, right now they're looking for just anything, you know, hand sanitizers, wipes, socks, everything yeah. that you can imagine, you know, and to us, that's all we want. That's our price of admission. Come in, help somebody out, you know, all ages event, bring your kids out here, have a good time. I want to let you guys know, um, I know we're in kind of like the safety of Albuquerque, you know. Everything around us is kind of, you know, it's fires. It's a lot of things going on. So anybody out there listening, you're in Albuquerque, do your part. We are all in this together. We are the entire state of New Mexico. Yeah. If, if there's anything you can do, please, please do it. Because, you know, I've had people who had no idea just how um, bad it was up right, there. Right, you know, yeah. because, you know, we're living in Albuquerque. We're in our own little bubble. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you, you can hear there's a lot of help that needs to be done uh, needed so please volunteer any time any resources if you can yeah can i add something real quick Robert? go ahead sure get so in ba basically one thing that we talked about in our meetings is uh, a lot of people might not have money right. so we are we are asking for hands and feet and so we're sure. like the big brothers if you want to think of anything of capital construction we're the hands and feet of new mexico and we're asking people to come out and do the same with us so if you guys don't have any money you know or, or anything to donate then please just show up and, and hands and feet are needed up north we need it for demo we need it for you know several different things out there and you know just last week we were at coyote you know helping i don't know if it's you know discrepancy to mention another station but i do work with different stations and mm -hmm. and we are helping with this northern relief and and just in you know um, about six hours they gathered you know a truck's full of dog food so they're asking yeah. for dog food gatorade waters and whatnot so i mean let's let's just get out there and help in hands and feet guys that's, that's what we need to do and how do helpers get a hold of you or capital construction you can get a hold of capital construction at uh, area code 505-319-6808, or you can follow us on the web at capitalnm.com. When we get a little closer to the event, we'll totally have you guys on again, Definitely. one last push, but really appreciate you coming on the show, really appreciate you, which, what you guys are doing for northern New Mexico. It's a big Las Vegas house here. Yeah. It's a big Highlands University house exactly. here. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So we love the support. DJ Sider. Dante Padilla, the roof doctor yeah. of Capital Construction. <laughs> that one there. Thanks for coming on, guys. Hey, really thank appreciate you. Guys for having you. Us for sure. We appreciate it. Also, make sure you guys hit that uh, GoFundMe. You yeah. know, that also is out there for everybody. And, you know, out there, that'll. That that's that'll link to everything and we'll everything Shout we Shout out to Duke City Prince. Definitely Duke City Prince. Juan Ray. Juan yes, Ray. sir. Juan Ray, Duke <laughs> yeah, City man. Prince, New Mexico Bearded Man. We're all working together to make this thing happen. So Appreciate you again, guys. When Thank we get back, Daryl Stronum of the Duke City Gladiators. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Another great program in the books, but not quite yet, Albuquerque. New friend of the show, Daryl Stonem from the Duke City Gladiators. 
wide receiver, great hands, great speed, great guy. Poor dude broke his foot last week, man. Can man. you believe it? Oh, my goodness, bro. Duke City Gladiators take two straight games, losing by one point. Ugh. Cannot get any closer. But I think the boys are ready to turn it around this weekend. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline. But on the hotline now, Daryl Stoneham, Big Ten, all Big Ten wide receiver, University of Michigan, played in the league for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now we're so honored to have him in the Duke City. Hey, but most importantly, another H-Town boy. What's up with that 713, baby? <laughs> What's up, guys? How's it going, man? You still got people in Texas? You still go back? Yeah, I'm still down there a lot, man. My whole family's back in Texas. Uh, we just played one of those games you talk about. We lost by one point was in Dallas, so my whole family got to Got to attend that and see that heartbreaking loss. Yeah, I know. Two heartbreakers in a row, man. How do, how do the boys turn it around and bounce back this weekend? Man, we got a resilient team. That's one thing about our team. We got a bunch of resilient guys. Uh, we spend a lot of time together, and um, we bonded like family. So uh, we're all, we all consider ourselves brothers out there, and, 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 and that's one thing I think that's going to carry us through the rest of the season is that when adversity strikes, man, we stick together. We band together, and that that makes us stronger. So I, I look for us to make a, a little late late push here at the, the second half of the season. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think better things are coming for the Duke City Gladiators. Duke City Gladiators on the road tomorrow night, six oh five kickoff at the Bay Area Panthers, who last time just beat the doors off of them. Yeah, Daryl. So you know, there's been some pretty big big time injuries, yours included. You know, I, I I know the cliche, everyone says it, next man up. But has the Duke City Gladiators really embraced that? I know you said you guys are, are really galvanized, a great uh, team uh, mentality. Uh, was that something that you guys already had in you when it comes to, hey, we're, we're, we have a little adversity, what can we do next? Yeah, yeah that's, that's one thing about this team as well. It's not just the players, it's the whole organization. Our owner, Miss Gina Thomas, she does a great job um, uh, putting this team together and, and like like a puzzle, man. We feel like a glove, and it is the next man up. And we have so many great guys across the board, but especially at the receiver position. You know, we have the top receiver in the league, Bella Davis. We have another top receiver, and Jared L. Morsip and Greg Denton is one of the most acrobatic receivers we have. But we also have two sleepers. We have a guy named Eric Swiftwater who can step up, and a guy named Vinny as well that can step up. So. Uh, I look for I look forward to us not skipping a beat and you know just keeping the thing rolling. Shout out to Gina Thomas, friend of the show, friend yeah. in real life. We love her and we love everything she does for the Albuquerque and Rio Rancho communities. So, so how long you'll be on the shelf, man? What does it look like? Yeah, I'm I'm out about eight weeks, and oh, I got a Liz Frank fracture in my foot, and uh, apparently it's common in baseball. So I don't know <laughs> how I got it in, fo in a football game, but. I'm gonna be out a little bit for that, but you know we'll we'll rehab and, and go from there. So, Daryl, when it comes to rehab, um, I, I don't know. Have you have you been seriously injured before in your career? <clears throat> yeah, that was my exit out of Kansas City. Really, I tore my Achilles against the Broncos, and that was a that was a, a tough one. That was about a year and a half, almost a year and a half, just to get back to. So what I felt like was my playing ability and 
and uh, just have, having to have that mentality of, of getting up every day, the days you don't want to get up, the days that it's hard, and, and, and complete that rehab and get back to to playing is something you know something you can look back and say you're proud of. Right. So with the with the mental uh, toughness that you had with that injury, does you think do you think that has you more prepared for this one with your foot? Yeah, I, I take that same approach, and I right. take that same approach I take to anything in life, and that's attack it the, you know, the best I can. You go at it a hundred percent, full speed, and that's something my dad always instilled in me, and military background and professional athlete as, as well. So he always instilled that in me. Whatever you're doing, it doesn't, it doesn't matter sports, life, career, whatever you're doing, you give it your best. So I plan to take that same approach to this rehab. Already. Daryl Stoneham, Houston, Texas, another Texas, Houston, Texas boy, just like me, uh, played yeah. in the league for the Texas, uh, excuse me, Kansas City Chiefs. Now uh, we got you here in Duke City. What do you what do you think about Albuquerque, man? What do you think about Northern New Mexico? What is, what's the culture shock like? Are you are you one of us now? Or are you still learning? <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm I'm red and green chili all the way, so I'm, yeah. I'm one of you guys now. <laughs> No, it's it's great, man. It, it surprised me really because um, I, I retired once I got hurt in Kansas City. I you know rehab and um, just retired and wanted to work at the NFL Network, and that's what I did. And you know I wanted to come back and play just to get you know I was pretty young. I wanted to to continue playing. I missed it, and my agent told me you're going to Albuquerque, and I was you know it was a little shocked, like. Never heard of it, never been there, but I can tell you in my three years here, man, it's, it's beautiful. You wake up every morning and see the beautiful mountains. Uh, I got a chance to work with the Rainbow Riders, uh, hot air balloons as well. Oh, nice. And, and just the, yeah, you see the city from, from that high up, man. It's, it's a gorgeous city. Can you tell us a little bit about the process, what it was like uh, going from the NFL to the NFL Network and then to the IFL, especially here, the Duke City Gladiators? Uh, it was I, I I consider it a blessing, really, you know, just to be able to say you were one of that one percentage that got drafted and played in the NFL, and and I got my degree from the University of Michigan in sports sports journalism and broadcasting, so I was able to make a smooth transition over to the NFL Network, and you know, just being around all the guys, Steve Mariucci, Dion, Michael Irvin, all those guys at the NFL Network, just doing one on ones on the little the field that we shoot on. And just to see the competitive edge that these guys still have in their 40s and 50s. And I'm like, man, I'm 27. I still have this competitive edge. So I wanted to go back and play and get it out so that, you know, I can relax and and have fun being competitive. And, you know, I got the, the actual competitive stuff out. But uh, just being around those guys and uh, telling my agent I wanted to come back and play. But I didn't want to play in the NFL. Uh, I enjoyed my time in the NFL. I really did. But... That you know that that kind of brings on the next point I wanted to bring up the athletes again anxiety and depression man I, playing in the NFL takes a toll on you and I didn't want to have to deal with that I just wanted to play and have fun and that's what it's that's what it's been here in Duke City. Can you talk a little more about athletes against anxiety and depression? How did you find out about this organization and how do the listeners and friend of the show find out about it? Ah uh, man, you can you can Google it. You can go online. They have a website, athletes against anxiety and depression dot com. It's uh, I believe it's um, triple A triple A D so it's A A A D dot com, and it's just they give you free um, three free therapy sessions just to to talk with somebody and 
it's a safe space for you to just talk about all the things that you're going through. And people, a lot of people don't understand all the challenges that athletes go through mentally. And, you know, that's just a safe place for somebody to listen to you and talk to you and give you sound good advice. And I, it's been a huge help for me. Athletes Against Anxiety and Depression, that's AAADF.org. Duke City Gladiators wide receiver Daryl Stoneham. Thanks for joining us today, and thanks for being a new friend of the show. Can't wait to see you at the next match. Thanks to our other no guests today, David Carl, New Mexico United, Josh Sushan at the Albuquerque Isotopes, Dante Padilla and DJ Sider. We're going to run the Duke City Northern Relief Benefit Concert. And thanks to Robert Butt D. Gibson sitting hey. right in front of me. Hey, you guys don't have anything else to do? Come out to Rio Bravo Brewing Company and get some comedy in your life. Me and A. Marie. You heard it right there, Albuquerque. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday. You've been listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal.